This podcast is a production of WCWP, LIU Post Public Radio. Check out our lineup of original programs, listen live, or support by visiting WCWP.org. to the Phenomenal Forum on WCWPSports.org and iTunes. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to the Phenomenal Forum. I'm Matt Weinstein. As always, I'm joined to my right. It's Andrew Servideo. Alex Demiris couldn't make it today, so we're rocking the duo today. A lot to talk about. A huge past week, Andrew. Huge weekend. Huge WrestleMania weekend. A lot of stuff happened. A lot of great matches happened. I'm very excited. And, you know, these these past couple of years, WrestleMania is really a four-day event. You said Saturday with NXT TakeOver, which we'll get to, but I'm going to come out and say it's the best wrestling show I've ever seen, top to bottom. Oh, that, I don't know about that. It was really good. I do. We'll, we'll get to it. We'll talk about it later. NXT TakeOver, then you got your 11-hour WrestleMania, then Raw after Mania, SmackDown after Mania. This is a full-time commitment. Like, people are taking their vacations to go see four days of wrestling. It's crazy. I, I would do the same if I had the money. Without a doubt. So, <laughs> we're going to get right into it. We'll start with WrestleMania. We're not going to go in order, but we'll touch on everything. we got to start the main event, Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns. Brock Lesnar shocking the world, retaining the Universal Championship. We all had across the board Roman Reigns winning that match. I don't and think we were the only ones. No, we definitely were not. Especially with Lesnar saying he was going to the UFC, we figured like he'd drop the title at Mania to Roman. It was a big crowning achievement. Doesn't doesn't happen. All right, first off, forget the match because obviously the match not great. Also, the last match of a seven-hour show. People, first of all, people say people say, "Oh, you want to be the main event? You want to be that last match on the card?" After this year, seeing these last couple matches at the end. Going on, do people want to be the last match on the card? Maybe you have the main event at 9 o'clock. You say, hey, this is the main event, but there's matches after. Because the crowd is is exhausted by this point. Yeah, and, and that match didn't help at all. Just It just was not... It shouldn't have been where it was on the card, for sure. And so now, I don't know how I feel about this. Because going in we all expected Brock Lesnar to lose the title Roman Reigns Lesnar leaves goes to UFC now all of a sudden he's still the champion he re-signed with the WWE and he's defending against Roman Reigns again 2 weeks from today at the greatest Royal Rumble in Saudi Arabia in a steel cage match and the reason they're doing this is so that Michael Cole can say Roman Reigns has finally conquered the Roman Empire because in the Roman Empire, the only place that they didn't conquer was Saudi Arabia. That's ridiculous. Um, <laughs> I I think that the reason they're doing it is because... If, get cheered? Exactly. Oh, if Roman won the title at Mania, he's not going to get that big of a positive reaction. In Saudi Arabia, they're not. most of the crowd is not going to boo Roman Reigns. They're going to cheer Roman Reigns if he wins the title. So he can start that off on a positive note. All I know, I want to see Roman Reigns with the Universal Champion, with the Universal Championship. I'm done with Brock Lesnar as champion. I don't care who has the championship as long as it's not Brock Lesnar, and as long as, long as it's on TV every week. Right. And 
I don't have an issue with Brock Lesnar sticking around for a couple special attraction match. Like if you're he'll wrestle a match at SummerSlam, he'll wrestle a match at Survivor Series. That's great. All oh, that's all good and good. Title doesn't need to be involved. You know what I'm saying? Like Bobby Lashley's just returned. I'm cool with a Bobby Lashley Brock Lesnar match. No title involved. Go Brock Lesnar, Braun Strowman, finally get Braun that big win. No title. If you want to, you know, potential Batista Brock Lesnar. No title. I'm cool with all those matches. I'm cool watching Brock Lesnar just keep the title off him so when he's not on TV every week, nobody's questioning it. It's okay. Yeah, and I think we miss out on the Universal title. Like, I haven't seen that thing. Like, seeing it at Mania, it made me remind myself, like, how bad it looks, first off. Second, that's the first time we've seen it in, like... Since the Rumble, pretty much. Yeah. It's an absolute shame. It really is. So now, what do you think of this match? Awful. It, it, Literally atrocious. It great. Six F5s. How many suplexes? Doesn't matter. He it kicked out of all of them. It's, it was ridiculous. It was literally like a spit in the face to your average wrestling, wrestling fan. And then after the match, there were rumors that Lesnar and Vince, Lesnar and Shane as well, all got into a huge fight about you know Lesnar going off script, doing whatever, and then Lesnar threw the belt at Vince and walked out. Yeah, there's or your at the wall or something. Yeah, there's your champion. Like, come on. <laughs> it's ridiculous. This has got to stop. Point. So hopefully we get to the greatest Royal Rumble. Roman Reigns wins the title. Brock takes some time off. Maybe we see him at SummerSlam in an on-title match. That's the way it should somebody. be. Hopefully. So we'll move it on. Now, Ronda Rousey. Had her debut match, highly touted. Rousey and Kurt Angle versus Triple H and Stephanie McMahon. Andrew, I know we have very, very differing views on this match, but the first thing I need to say is I'll go out and say Ronda Rousey looked like a million bucks. She looked great. For sure. Not the issue. Okay, what is your issue then? I think I have two big problems with Actually, I have a couple big problems with this match. First off, Ronda Rousey looked great. Triple H did his job, looked great. One, you want to get Ronda Rousey over as a wrestler. You got to put her in the ring with wrestlers. 100%. And Stephanie McMahon is not that. And it's just insulting my intelligence that <laughs> Ronda Rousey is going to get in the ring try and, like, having trouble getting the armbar, locking the armbar on Stephanie McMahon. Stephanie McMahon, like, clutched her, uh, clutched her hands together, you know, She's countering it four different times. Ronda Rousey walked into the octagon and tapped out legitimate fighters in 10 seconds, tops. Why should, why should I believe that Stephanie McMahon is no different, is different, and should be able to put up a fight? That's understandable. That's my, that's my issue with the match. I'm not saying the match wasn't good, but that is what turned it off It's for very me. understandable, but I think... They're they're really aiming and really pushing for Stephanie McMahon to become this bigger star than she actually is, so it's understandable as to why she would be able to, I guess, counter it. But in she a way. is not a wrestler. I know that. So I know that. It's one thing like you can make. It's the not art- like we can like say like, hey, Stephanie, don't counter it. Like, it's not our job to say that. You, like, like you can make the argument that oh, the past couple weeks when she's been training with Triple H, they've been practicing, you know, counters to the armbar. That's fine. And if a legitimate wrestler did they say that was probably. All right, so then and, it's understandable. Right, and if that w- if Stephanie McMahon was a legitimate wrestler and she's, oh, she's countering the armbar, da-da-da-da, great. This person is not a wrestler. This is a person who's getting into the ring for one of the first times. She hasn't but wrestled listen, much. Listen, she's a seven-time women's champion, Matt. Seven times. She's held the title for seven different occasions. 
doesn't matter. She's a women's champion. She's a former women's champion. She can do whatever she wants. That's the problem. And that's I, my I, issue. I, I think it's a problem, too. But again, it happened. We're never going to see Stephanie McMahon in a ring for a long time. I don't believe you. Who is she gonna? Who is she gonna fight? Doesn't matter. She's not gonna fight anybody. Ronda Rousey's gonna go off, and she's gonna start fighting actual wrestlers, and it's going to be good. That's what we need to see because, for me, there's no reason that this this match was the longest match at WrestleMania. It was. It was. The, it was the best match at WrestleMania. I disagree, but for now, the longest match at WrestleMania very clearly did not need to be that because it it could have been Triple H and Angle did a good job. And the minute Ronda got tagged in, she should have locked in the armbar, and that should have been the end of it. No, I think they wanted to showcase like her talents and like show that like she actually was good in the ring. Then to do that, the way to do to have her, you know, toy with Stephanie McMahon, have her, you know, give her a break or two, or two, you know, she's not gonna go for the armbar right away. She'll get some offense in, but the minute she went for an armbar. The match should have been over. There should have been no counter yeah, to the armbar. The armbar should have been like later on. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's that's my thing. But I'm excited to see Ronda Rousey in the ring. I can't wait to see what she does moving forward. Yeah, she's very very talented. So now we can see. you call that the best match of the night. I had to disagree with you because now we got to talk about what I think was the best match of the night. That was the SmackDown Women's Title match: Charlotte versus Asuka. Like I predicted last week, and you guys get, all gave me crap for. Charlotte broke the streak. Asuka tapped out in the middle of the ring to the figure four. She did. And and it was a really good match. I still think Asuka's streak should have been upheld for a little bit longer because we saw on SmackDown, you know, Charlotte literally lost the title immediately to Carmella yeah, by cashing in. Charlotte doesn't look any worse for getting beaten by Carmella. She got destroyed by Billy Kay and Peyton Royce in their debut and Carmella came out took advantage that's what that's what money in the bank is that's what we've gotten forever yeah, and no champion has ever lost to the money in the bank holder and looked bad you know what i'm saying yeah but the thing is it looks it makes it makes you forget about Oscar having that long streak i don't think so i what i think the issue was that Oscar wasn't even on tv monday yeah. or tuesday that's my problem with yeah. it but I have no problem because now Charlotte has somewhere to go. Asuka has somewhere to go. They'll meet each other again down the line. They're not throwing this back at us right away. Plus, Asuka now, to me, is so much fre- is so fresh and is you can tell so many different stories because now the streak is over. She could go – not that I'm saying I want her to just go in there and job to somebody rand- on a ran- – job to, you know, Mickey James on a random episode of Raw, but – there's that po- the possibility is in the back of your head. So the streak's over. Wow, she might not win every single match. You know what I'm saying? Very true. And Very now true. that the streak is gone, she let her be. She can just re- and she said in an interview like I'm happy the streak is gone. Like it's I'm I've been waiting for the streak to be gone for the past year. I think Ember Moon should have broke it in Brooklyn last yeah, year, but that's yeah. besides the point. Now the streak is over. You can move on from it. She's still going to be the badass in-ring performer, but now she... And it also helps everyone else because you've seen her get beaten. Again, it's a possibility. 
Yeah, but I don't want it to turn into like Oscar losing every week. No, I don't think it. I hope. I, hope I don't that think it happen. will. I really. But hope now, top tier women superstars in WWE have a shot at defeating Oscar. It's not a foregone conclusion that Oscar's wrestling such and such. Well, Oscar's going over, and that's what wrestling needs. That air of you know mystery of Oscar's wrestling tonight. I wonder if she's gonna win. Who knows? Yeah. I'm gonna have to watch True. and find out instead of. Oscar's wrestling on Raw. I'm gonna go to the bathroom because I know she's gonna win. That's very true, and that's the big part of that's the big part of why I'm so excited. She lost the streak. It was a great match. Like I said, best match of the night, fourth best of the weekend. That's how great NXT was. But she lost it to the right person in Charlotte. They both looked great, and that's the end of it. Now both superstars can move on. We'll see each other down the line. Yeah, I, I agree. I think it's uh, it's good for the both of them. Uh, we should see some cool stuff going on with Carmella now that she's SmackDown Women's Champion. And yeah, I'm I'm, I'm excited. And plus, this upcoming Monday and Tuesday, we have the Superstar Shakeup. Who knows who's gonna land where? Very true. Charlotte and Oscar could be on the same brand. They could swap. Who knows? We'll see when we get there. Mm-hmm. And now tying those two for two matches together, the Ronda match and the Charlotte match. There's a very good possibility. That we get Ronda Rousey and Charlotte next year at Mania? I don't even think it's a possibility. I think it's going to happen. The possi- no, I agree. <laughs> but the very good possibility is that's the main event. Yeah. Where that's a match, you know, the past four years we've seen Roman Reigns in the main event. It And it fell flat just about every time. That's a fresh matchup. Hopefully, I, you know, I don't have any doubts that they'll be able to build Ronda up to that caliber to be a WrestleMania main eventer in that year. She obviously put in the work in a short time and looked great on Sunday. Mm-hmm. And who better than to put her with Charlotte? I, I'm i more interested in streak or no streak. I'm more interested in Charlotte versus Ronda than I am Ronda versus Asuka. Very true. Yeah, I agree. And another reason I'm happy the streak is gone, because now the idea of Ronda breaking the streak can't happen, which would have been Yeah, that would have been crime. even worse, honestly. That, so they got it out of the way. I'm happy about it. So now before, we'll talk about one more match before we go to our first break. John Cena got his wish. Cena, he started out, he was watching as a fan. The ref came out, he ran to the back. I thought it was hilarious. That was well done. Yep. And they got Cena versus Undertaker. First off, the Elias segment, great. Great heat on Elias, loved it. And he played uh, Dead Man Walking on his guitar. Right, and then... Finally, we get Cena Undertaker. It was about a four-minute squash. Not even. No, it was like two and a half. And <laughs> I am I liked it, I think, just for the sole reason that it happened. You know what I mean? Yeah. If yeah. Cena Undertaker happened, I was going to enjoy it no matter what happened. could have been 35 minutes. It could have been 35 seconds. I knew it was going to be quick. And especially the placement on the card, the yeah. way they did it. But Nat and I watched the match and said, perfect way to go out. He's done. Great. Love it. <laughs> and now, the next day, we get Undertaker versus Rusev announced. Then they pull Rusev. Now, Undertaker, Chris Jericho. In a casket match. In a match. casket match at the Greatest Royal Rumble. Don't get me wrong. I'd love to see Undertaker and Chris Jericho go at it. But is this, not, is this a match super, that needs... Super random. And... This card... Listen. This Royal, the Greatest Royal Rumble effort card, this is like... WrestleMania 34 on acid. It's a five-hour show. It's disgusting. Said. Why? And, and in the U.S., it's going to be at a 12 p.m. start. Oh, 
hilarious. During during the time that we do our show. Correct. We will not be doing a show that day. <laughs> We're going to go a day earlier, a day it. later, yeah. or something like that. Anyway. Oh, I had a really good point. Yes, here we go. Now you got Undertaker Chris Jericho. Like, Undertaker versus John Cena could be, could have potentially been the last match of The Undertaker. This casket match with Chris Jericho is not going to be The Undertaker's last match. I hope not. So now we go another year of who's he going to wrestle? Is it going to be the, the end? Who knows? Who do you think he's going to fight next year at WrestleMania? Because now that we see now that, that he's going to be wrestling this Chris, I don't know. You know, last week I said there are two... Off the top of my head, there are two marquee matchups for The Undertaker at WrestleMania that will never happen because he's going to finish up this Sunday. I said Finn Balor, and I said Aleister Black. Yeah. Now we could potentially get I wouldn't doubt if we got Demon Finn versus The Undertaker next year. Or maybe even Styles. Seth Rollins. Someone someone like that. I think it would be great. Yeah. So now, for that now here goes the next 365 days of trying to predict who The Undertaker is going to wrestle. As of Sunday night, I figured... We don't have to do that anymore. Guy had a great career. He's done. He's going to hang him up. Now it doesn't look like that's the case. Yeah, hopefully he gets a couple more runs in. So we'll see what happens when we get there. But first, we're going to take a quick break before we start taking on the rest of this WrestleMania card. You're listening to the Phenomenal Forum here on WCWPSports.org. You're listening to the Phenomenal Forum on WCWPSports. Welcome back to the Phenomenal Forum. Matt Weinstein and Andrew Servideo here with you. The fallout from WrestleMania weekend. We talked about a couple matches. Now we'll move on to probably the most highly anticipated match of WrestleMania. AJ Styles versus Shinsuke Nakamura for the WWE Championship. Don't get me wrong. It was a good match. It wasn't a great match. It didn't live up to the hype. It didn't. But you know what? After the match ending, it makes me wanting more. Because Shinsuke Nakamura as a heel is so much more interesting. You have these two baby faces just trying to one-up each other. You know, they're fighting for, you know, respect. That's all great. But for what it's worth, the match wasn't that good compared to what we know they could do down the line. Yeah. But the story's not over now, which is great. This was just a taste this match could main event SummerSlam this same year. And here's the other thing. Nakamura has been wrestling, like, almost kind of, like, lackluster. Like, if he's saving his body for something, and, like, we're waiting for him to use it. Because, like, in NXT, he was a completely different wrestler. Like, the, you could tell. The first half of his NXT yeah. run. Towards the end of his NXT run, we got this type of Nakamura right. a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. You could tell, like... Either, like, he's his, he knows his body's going to go soon or, like, something. Because, like, he's just not putting in what he can do. Because, you know, we see that we remember that, that my favorite match of all time, Sami Zayn versus Shinsuke Nakamura and NXT TakeOver Dallas, how he looks so amazing there. And then now we, yeah, we see it's him a, it's a different guy. in a match with a guy who he's wrestled before on a, a big stage like this. Not as big, but... And they put on a, you know, a really good match back then. Right. But now we're getting you know, kind of a lackluster Shinsuke Nakamura. First off, I said it a couple weeks ago that I had a, I said I asked you guys, I said, is this match going to fall flat just because it won't be as good as the Wrestle Kingdom match? And I don't think there's any way. They could continue to wrestle through the summer. No way they top that match at Wrestle Kingdom. Does that 
hurt this storyline a little bit because we've seen them put on, you know, a five-star instant classic. How long was that match? Like 45 minutes? Yeah. A long one. They uh, were, half hour, yeah. They got just about 20 minutes at WrestleMania. It was, you know, a solid match. But you're not, like you know that these guys can do better, and every time we see them wrestle, every match I feel like we're gonna say, "Well, we know they can do better. We've seen it in Japan." I think and that, I think I think that's like uh, a fault that we can't control because we've already no, seen. Of course not. You know, um, I was gonna say something. And I don't blame the WWE for wanting to put that match on. In the WWE, it's an incredible matchup. It will be every time, but again, will it ever stack up? Right. And last week, we predict me and Demiris predicted that it was going to be Nakamura coming out of that match, the victor. And so what you're saying is that's another match that I got right and you guys got wrong? Right. Okay. Now here's the thing: we didn't know the finish was going to end up like that, where Nakamura turns on AJ. Now it makes me want to see Nakamura further down the line get the title instead As of now. A, because, like, like I said, we, heel you had asked, so more interesting. Right, because you had asked, do you think, like, Nakamura should win the title? And we were like, yeah, if, why why not now than ever, you know? But now that he's turned heel, it makes sense. This is why they wanted to save it. No, it, yeah, it definitely makes sense, and they'll have they'll have a better match down the line. I have no pro, I have no doubt about that. So AJ comes out on top. Deserved win. He's been carrying SmackDown on his back for almost two years now. He's the face that runs the place. One hundred percent. And I'm glad. I'm glad. Even if the match was, you know, an eleven star classic, the best match of all time. I'm glad AJ came out on top. Either way, that's what I wanted to see. Me too. He deserved I'm glad it. too. And now we have these matches down the line. And then another thing, <laughs> like we mentioned it with Charlotte and Oscar. Who knows what happens here? We have the superstar shakeup coming up this week. Who knows if AJ and Nakamura even stay where they are? You gotta assume AJ is gonna stay on SmackDown. <laughs> He's the champion, but there's no—it's not 100% certain that Nakamura is gonna stay on SmackDown. Yeah, that's true. Nakamura could go to Raw. I don't know if they'll do that though. I feel like they'd keep them together, considering you know Nakamura has been even on SmackDown on Tuesday. He uh, he confronted AJ during his match with Daniel Bryan. Which, first of all, to be even to say something like to. A sentence like that to be yeah. said in 2018 it's crazy. is unbelievable. And, I can't believe I just said that. Yeah, and you, exactly. We don't know what's going to happen. You have these three top guys on SmackDown. you got the Superstar Shake-Up coming up, which brings us to our next match, Daniel Bryan's in-ring return at Mania. you got to think one of those three guys is going to Raw. That's true. I don't think they're going to keep them together. I think... I think either Sammy, Sammy or KO goes to one or the other. I don't think they keep them together anymore either. Oh, and I yeah, think Daniel I, Bryan stays on SmackDown. No, I, I totally agree with that, but I'm talking. I'm still talking about Daniel Bryan, AJ Nakamura. Oh, oh, oh. I of those you're about, three, okay. yeah, of those three, I don't think they stay together. No, for sure. No, definitely not. I think it would be Daniel Bryan or Nakamura jumping over to Raw, and it makes more honestly, it makes more sense to for Nakamura to go, even though we have this story, because. You know, Daniel Bryan going to Raw right away, I don't think I don't is a want great them. idea. I don't want them to do that. Especially to have him on the same show as Roman Reigns. That just yeah. makes Roman Reigns' life so much more awful. difficult. Awful. That would be awful. Yeah, I think I think keep Daniel Bryan, keep AJ Styles where they are. Nakamura could go to Raw. Maybe swap him and Finn Balor. I feel like they'd keep Nakamura on SmackDown to have a triple threat 
Daniel Bryan, AJ, Shinsuke Nakamura. You're going to throw something like that away at, in backla- at Backlash? No, it doesn't have to be a Backlash. They can keep it down the line. I can see it. At SummerSlam. I, That's a SummerSlam there's, match. There you go. That's a SummerSlam main event match. We're the territory yet again <laughs> here on the Phenomenal Forum. SummerSlam main event is going to be AJ Nakamura <laughs> and Daniel Bryan for the title. Who wins that match? Daniel Bryan. So you think they jump right over mm-hmm. Shinsuke? All right. Hurdle. Completely hurdle. Yeah, I, w- I wouldn't doubt it. So now let's get into this match, though. Daniel Bryan and Shane versus Owens and Sami Zayn. For It got the job done. Yeah. I was upset about you know, Daniel Bryan being out for most of the match outside, but it makes sense. He got, you know, he got the comeback pop. He got the pin. Oh, he got the, he got the win. He tapped out Sami Zayn. For, for me, this match was perfect. Mm-hmm. And Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens now have this ongoing storyline of where, where's our next paycheck coming from? Yeah. Where they came to Raw, talked to Kurt Angle, and he gave them an opportunity. They their one on one match was no DQs. That maybe I'd love to see them go down to NXT for an episode, talk to William Regal. Kurt Angle said, did say that TNA was hiring. And then Austin Aries clapped back. I saw He's that. Like, First off, it's Impact Wrestling, so <laughs> TNA probably is hiring. Second of all, yeah, we're hiring. You know, come on down, whatever. But um, yeah, I'd love to see them talk to Regal. You know, maybe see them cutting weight, trying to go to 205 Live. <laughs> who knows? But um, <laughs> Kevin Owens trying to cut weight. Yeah, I funny. mean, Sami Zayn believably could be 205. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah, Daniel Bryan, his he looked good. You know, he shook the ring rust off pretty quick. Very quick. I'm very excited. I don't even think he had ring rust. I think yeah. he's been, you know, training or something. And then he has this match all of a sudden on SmackDown <laughs> with AJ Styles, of all people. I'm on board. Oh, like, me too. Yeah, throw throw the rocket right to his back yet again. It's like we never left. This is going to be incredible. I love it. For sure. So now we'll keep it moving. The Raw Tag Team titles changed hands <laughs> on Sunday. Braun Strowman and Nicholas defeated Sheamus and Cesaro for a the Raw ten Tag year Team old, Championships. A 10-year-old won the Raw Tag Team Championships. This is what I... One of my buddies texted me. He's like, this is a disgrace. This is terrible. You know, they're making Sheamus and Cesaro look awful. Here's why they didn't. Because, no, I know they didn't. Here's what, Yeah, right. Because Braun Strowman was going to beat Sheamus and Cesaro regardless. Regardless. I would have preferred... I didn't mind this, but I would have preferred if beforehand he said, like, look... Because if the whole story was him talking to Kurt Angle, I don't need a partner. I can do it on my own. If he went out of his way to say, I'm going to pick this 10-year-old kid to show that I could beat these two guys with anybody. That's what he did. But if I feel like if he went out and said that and that was his, you know, his motivation in doing that, it would have made much more sense. Right. It, it would have fallen into place. And I don't think most people realize that, like, as they were watching, they didn't find that out until, like, the next night I'm raw, honestly. And then even better, uh, Braun Strowman relinquishes the tag titles because of scheduling conflicts. Nicholas has the fourth grade. <laughs> Hilarious. Hilarious. But if he said to Kurt Angle, like, beforehand, I'm going to beat them myself. I'm going to win the tag titles. I'm going to give them back to you just to prove that I could do it. Mm-hmm. That's all you needed. Like, it make, like whoever his partner was, he did, obviously didn't need the partner. Just to say, yeah, I'm not keeping these titles, by the way. I just want to show you I can do this. I can beat anybody. Throw anybody in front of me. Very true. And I think um, Braun Strowman dropping the titles and making this tag team eliminator. Because we can't say the word tournament. Because tournament's not allowed anymore. Ridiculous. <laughs> Tournament, tournament's played out, for, according to Vince McMahon. 
So is draft. That's why we have superstar shakeups. Yeah, shakeup. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe these Unreal. words. It's just these buzzwords that he loves. He's uh, gonna get them all tattooed on his back, like shakeup, ridiculous tournament. Like, get out of here. Not nah, tournament. We can't use. Oh yeah, no tournament crossed and out with an X. Eliminator. Yeah. <laughs> eliminator. So I'm cool with that. Now we got these tag titles up for grabs. A couple fresh mashups. Now we got Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt. Because Matt Hardy won the Andre with the help of Bray Wyatt, the two of them teaming together. I dig it. Yeah, I dig it too. And my favorite part about it is that Jeff Hardy's not involved. Yeah. And he's Jeff he's doing a singles run. Thing, which is great. We'll get into that. But first, let's finish up the Mania card. Seth Rollins beats Miz and Finn Balor for the Intercontinental Championship. This was, I think, better than Charlotte Asuka. Another, first off, another match that I called and you guys didn't. Um, I like Seth with the title, and yeah, I think this. I think this match was right behind Charlotte Alaska for me. I think that was your top two matches of the night, mm-hmm. and then you throw Ronda right after that. This did exactly what it had to do. It got the crowd going. It was the first match of the night, and now the entrances were cool. All three of them. Yeah, all three were great. And now you got Seth, you got Finn, you got whoever going after this IC title. Now throw Jeff Hardy in the mix. I love it. Yeah, Jeff Hardy's going to be definitely someone to look forward to as as the weeks go on. So the next the next match we'll get to now, Nia Jax finally won the Raw t- women's title after beating Nia, uh, beating Alexa Bliss. Not much to talk about here. For what it's worth, for what this match was, for how long they got, I think it was better than it should have been. I think they over yeah. they exceeded the expectations. The expectations were really low for and this Nia match. Jax looks good. Mm-hmm. She can. She's starting to figure things out. Uh, mm. because no, character-wise, she's starting to figure things out. Mm. Be, no, no, no. Uh, Hear me mm. out. Because they booked her as this your monster heel. She couldn't do that because she couldn't really wrestle. Fin- someone finally just said, "Hey, be yourself." Like I'm, I'm a big Nia Jax fan now because I can get behind this character. Beforehand, she w- she was booked as a monster heel. She wasn't that. Yeah. That was the issue. Just yeah. because she's this big, imposing figure doesn't mean she has to be that. Very true, but she still can't wrestle. I'm going to be she, honest. No, I, she's better than she was yeah, for sure. months before. For sure. She's, she's still figuring it out. She's still trying to figure it yeah. out. Yeah. Uh, Pulled her up to the main roster way too early. Yeah, I agree with that. So, um, Bludgeon Brothers won the SmackDown Tag Titles. They beat Very cool. The New Day and the Usos. I like that, but I did want the Usos to retain, to be, to be honest. I'm cool with the Bludgeon Brothers winning. I just wish this match got a little bit more time to mm-hmm. showcase all three teams. It was like filler. Yeah, this was a filler match, but I'm excited to see the Bludgeon Brothers with the titles. I like that. Jinder uh, wins the U.S. title. Of all the guys in this match, I can't believe they went with him. But you gotta have we some, were so you gotta listen, have a couple heels win at WrestleMania. Last this week, was, last week we said there's no way Jinder wins this match. This was just chalked up to. All right, we need a couple heels to win. Let's see the ratio. All right, throw the title on Jinder. I can't right. believe that. Now we're getting Jinder really... Randy. Now we're getting Jinder Randy Orton again. I'm not I... in love with it. I can't. I don't like it at all. <laughs> like, forget the fact that he's champion. It's just the fact that right away they're throwing him Orton. We've seen this before. I'm not looking forward to this. Yeah, it's there goes the U.S. title and any host we have for on SmackDown. Pretty much, yeah. So now uh, <laughs> the la- last match, the pre-show. Matt Hardy, we mentioned, wins the Andre. Loved it. Naomi won the Women's Battle Royal. First off, billing it as the first ever Women's Battle Royal. Like, we've there's there have been WrestleMania Battle Royals 
for women. There's been women battle royals, period. Right. But well, back then they kept bringing that up. They're like, the first, first ever, ever women's, women's battle royal. Did it, forgot the WrestleMania well, part. They uh, said it like several times. No, the first ever WrestleMania women's battle royal. Like we've seen them. Yeah. Like ridiculous. Um, Naomi won. I wasn't happy with that. I think the payoff was great at the end with Bailey and Sasha. Then to have Naomi slide back into the ring, I didn't like. I think Bailey should have. I think Bailey should have won outright. Because that's it who I picked. Much that's more. who I picked to, pick, to win that match. Forget that that's who you picked. It would have done <laughs> more for the story. Yeah. That because now Naomi is the winner of the battle royal. That's just going to be something they say on commentary. But if Bailey wins, it's Bailey won the battle royal because she finally got the best of her ex friend Sasha Banks. Mm-hmm. That fuels that story. And now, right before we get to break, the cruiserweight championship match. Cedric Alexander and Mustafa Ali, they put on a nice little match. About 12, 13 minutes they got. I'm, I'm all on board with Cedric as champion, as you, as you guys know. Me too. I, I, he was my pick to win, <laughs> and I'm glad that he did. And now on 205 Live, Buddy Murphy came out, you know, shut, cut his celebration short. That's a nice little feud we're going to get the next yes, couple weeks. Yes, it's going to be very, very cool. I'm excited for it. Two of the top guys in the Cruiserweight division for sure. Definitely. So now... We ran through WrestleMania, so now we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll get into NXT TakeOver. You're, going to listen, you're listening to The Phenomenal Forum here on WCWPSports.org. You're listening to The Phenomenal Forum on WCWPSports. Welcome back to The Phenomenal Forum. Matt Weinstein and Angel Video here with you each and every week on WCWPSports.org as well as iTunes. We gotta get into the card of the week, matches of the week. Like I said earlier, matches of the year potentially. Like I said, the best wrestling show, top to bottom, that I've ever seen. Arguably the best wrestling show of all time. NXT Takeover New Orleans. They done did it again, Andrew. They done did it. They done diddly did it. Every big four, we say, how are they gonna top last year, last month's or last Takeover? How are they gonna do it? Takeover Philly was so good. This was the best takeover of all time. This was without a doubt. One of the best pay-per-views, period. Ever. I, I think it'll go down as <laughs> the best. Yeah. I, I think it was that good. Two five-star matches. We'll get into the first one right now. The six-man ladder match for the brand new North American Championship. Adam Cole reigns victorious. This match was absolutely incredible. Amazing. Amazing. Went about 32 minutes, I think. Yeah. It was. 30, yeah, 32, yeah. I Amazing. Could, from top from start to finish. And this was the first match of the weekend. Yeah. Everything was this, downhill after this. Yeah, literally. But this was I I'm doing a project in one of my classes to like a highlight video for this. There's like half the match is highlights. Yeah, it was unbelievable. It's, there it's was no fifteen minutes of highlights I have currently. There was no downtime. Not at all. In this match. Everything was incredible. Ricochet's debut, incredible. Absolutely EC3 incredible. bumped like an absolute animal. <laughs> Lars Sullivan and Killian Dane impressed the hell out of yeah. me. The two of them were great. Oh my gosh. Then you got Velveteen Dream and Adam Cole, who have been doing it for months in NXT. You put those six guys together, it's five stars. Money. That's what it is. Money. The Velveteen Dream elbow drop to Lars Sullivan. I thought Sullivan's chest was going to concave inside, like... Ricochet flipping around everywhere had me like going crazy. The biggest ricochet spot for me was when Lars Sullivan pushed the ladder over and he moonsaulted off the ladder yeah. to save himself yeah. outside oh the ring. Yeah, oh my god. 
Uh, so, the shooting star press off the top rope, too, onto the outside. Him taking the Death Valley driver onto the ladder from Velveteen Dream. Yeah, oh my god. Everything Lars Sullivan and Killian Dane did looked ridiculous. Looked the t- like when it, the looked two like ladders should have killed up, somebody. The two ladders were set up on the outside but to the announce table to the ring, and then they each they did like their own thing on to Lars Sullivan and Killian Dane. That was crazy. This match was absolutely crazy, and the perfect guy came away with the win. Adam Cole, the North American champion. Did any one of us predict Adam Cole? No. None of us. Really? I said EC3. You said Ricochet. Ricochet. Yeah. Alex said Velveteen Dream. Yeah. I think Adam Cole, the perfect guy to win it, because now the Undisputed Era, on top of the world, they're, gonna win, they're winning all the titles. And any one of these six could have won that match. Definitely. I would not have been upset. I kept saying, at first, first like 15 minutes, I was like, anybody but Lars Sullivan and Killian Dane, I don't want to see them to w- winning it. And then when the two of them were on the ladder, when I thought that was going to be the end of the match, I was like, I'm cool with either of these guys, yeah. too. Yeah. They proved they proved me wrong. That match. They looked incredible. <clears throat> Beautiful. Best, best ladder match I've ever seen. Ever. Best multi-man match, probably. Yeah. Just unreal. Five stars. Book it. <laughs> Moving on. Shayna Baszler beats Ember Moon for the NXT Women's title. Ember Moon moves up to Raw the following Monday. This match was good. I think the first match they had, A, was better. And this also, right after that ladder match, the crowd wasn't into it. I wasn't into it. Neither was I. And I feel bad about it because it was a great match, but... I just don't. It's a shame. I I don't like Shayna Baszler. I, she's, I just don't. She's growing on me. I don't know I'm what st- it is. She's still not there yet. Like for what? Me. What does she do that's so special to me? Like like, name an example of like what you think is good about her. Let me let me ask you a question. But instead of answering your question, okay. Answer that's answer your question, but plug the name Ronda Rousey instead of Shayna Baszler. That's different. No no no. That's no, different. they're the same. Ronda Rousey's a star. So therefore, I, she already has that that upper advantage to other MMA fighters they, that come into WWE. They are the same. No way, no way. Okay, what does Shayna Baszler do that's so good comparable to Ronda Rousey? That when Shayna Baszler locks you in some sort of submission hold, first of all, she's wrestling legitimate wrestlers. That's true. When that's Shayna true. Baszler locks, say for argument's sake, Ember Moon in her submission hold or you know she's breaking Dakota Kai's arm it looks lethal it looks like wow she could do that to anybody Ron when Ronda Rousey does it to Stephanie McMahon and it gets countered four different times that's an issue for me that's where the disconnect is Shayna Shayna Baszler is an absolute animal we haven't seen that from Ronda Rousey the argument sure she's only had one match but Shayna Baszler is absolutely dominant in the ring I don't know. I just can't get behind her. I really can't. I tried. I can't. She's, I love Ember Moon. I think I think I Ember Moon is amazing. She's definitely that finisher is just the eclipse. Top top one finisher in the entire WWE. In the entire WWE, yeah, is the best. finisher. Last week I said Mustafa Ali's reverse 450. That's one and two. No, this is yeah. This is the best finisher in WWE. Love it. Period. And we'll move on. The NXT Tag Team Championship match. The Altars of Pain versus the Undisputed Era, Kyle O'Reilly and Adam Cole versus Pete Dunne and Johnny Gargano. Nope, Pete Dunne and Roderick Strong. <laughs> I just want to talk about that Gargano match that bit. <laughs> Pete Dunne and Roderick Strong. Also for the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic, the Undisputed Era retains the titles and won the Dusty Classic without even competing in the tournament. Love it. 
and the ending was incredible. Roddy Strong turning on Pete Dunne, allying himself with the Undisputed Era. Amazing. I love it. I loved it. Great. I loved the match, so, too. The match so was actually good. really, really good. The match was definitely for great. the time that it got, it didn't get that much time. It was quick. Got like 10 minutes, 12 yeah, minutes. But something like that. Great match. Great ending. And now the Undisputed Era is on the top of the world. They got, And it looks like Roddy Strong is just going to fill in as the tag champ, which mm-hmm. is good. So you have Roddy Strong and Kyle O'Reilly, the tag champs. Adam Cole's North American champ. And you got Bobby Fish on the side. When he comes back... That's on, a good-looking stable. When Bobby Fish comes back, I could honestly see Bobby Fish sliding back into the Roderick Strong spot and Roddy Strong going for the NXT title. Yeah. They're taking over the world. Yeah. They're taking over NXT. Oh, my God. And that is great. Wow. And now we're going to see British Strong style versus the Undisputed I Era. have been waiting for this for months. <laughs> Pete Dunne, Tyler Bate, and Trent Seven to finally come together. That's going to be nuts. I've honestly been waiting for it since the original UK tournament over a year ago. Mm-hmm. Those three guys against Adam Cole, Roger Strong, and Kyle O'Reilly. It's going to be nuts. I can't wait. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be so good. Now, two matches left for NXT TakeOver. Aleister Black versus Andrade Cien Almas. Aleister Black coming out on top, winning the NXT Championship. And Aleister Black's never lost in NXT, but they don't mention that. That's not his story. Mm-hmm. There's no streak. You see where I'm getting. Very cool. You don't need the streak. Just this dominant guy, this, you know, little mysterious. He beats Cien. He's the new NXT champion. Love it. I love it. I love you know, I, ha- I hate to keep saying, oh, I love this, I love this, I love this, but this entire card was incredible. We loved it. It was so <laughs> good. It was really good. And then, I, like I said to you, once this ma- the show was over, I was like, you you were said, like, yo, this was great or whatever. And the first thing I said is, WrestleMania will underperform. Yeah, no, the even after the ladder match, I was like, top that. Shut down the weekend. Shut it down. That's, like, there's nobody could, that can do better than this match. I could not watch wrestling the rest of the weekend, and I'd be totally okay after that ladder match. That ladder match was so good. Amazing. So now, Aleister Black winning the title. A great match, again. The fact that it was the third best match on the card is beyond me, <laughs> but it was. It was. Uh, you know, CN finally getting what's coming to him. You know, him and Zelina Vega, you know, it didn't work out. Zelina Vega you know, getting herself involved in the match. She does the hurricane run on the outside into the steps. She jumped off the top rope, CN caught her, and immediately he got hit with the Black Mass spin kick. Perfect ending, perfect match, perfect champion. I'm very excited to see to see Aleister Black's NXT. Yeah, I'm very excited for that. It's going to be awesome. And now, finally, we have to get into it. Match of the night, for me, for me. Match of the night, that match, match of the weekend. Dude, Ma- that ladder match was so good. I'm going to put it on the line right now. Match of the night, match of the weekend, match of the year. Oh, it's, dude. It, today is April 12th. I don't know. You heard it. It's actually April 13th. Today <laughs> is April 13th. You heard it here. Johnny Gargano versus Tommaso Ciampa at NXT TakeOver New Orleans. Not even the hottest of takes, but I'm going to go with it anyway. It will be match of the year. Okay. And Johnny Gargano had two five-star matches in two and a half months. That's crazy. That's crazy. Johnny five-star. Johnny five-star. You think he can get that chance eventually? Unreal. He has to. He has to. Johnny five-star. This match went. (sighs) This match logged 37 minutes and six seconds. And I loved every minute of it. And what I was about to say, there was not one instance where I was bored, where I was looking for the match to end, where I was grabbing my phone. I was invested in all 37 minutes and six seconds of it. Me too. 
everything they did, they told an absolute perfect story. This is one of the best feuds the WWE has had in years. Ever. You can make that argument. Ever. Yeah. These two guys, they just know how to put on a, a show. They know how to tug at those heartstrings. And this was unreal. This it's match. crazy because, like, we haven't seen matches like this in a long time. And we got three of them. And we got three of them in one weekend. On one night. On one night. You know, just a couple of these spots we got to go over. First, when Gargano powerbombed Chomp on the concrete, and then Chompa got You Deserve It chance. Yeah. Incredible. Awesome. Uh, Chompa coming out to no music, I thought was a great touch. He has music. Yeah, I figured they would play his music. I was kind of like, came out to, I'm, he I, came got, out. I, tr- I went to go turn on the volume to my TV. I'm like, where? Because what? he came out with no music, and immediately all we heard was F.U. Chompa chance. Yeah. That added to Perfect. it. Perfect. Really, really cool. He's he's the best heel in the company. Yeah. After one feud. Mm. He has legitimate heat. Yes. He very true. Yeah, you can and he's not a, like if he does something cool in the ring, nobody's clapping no, for nobody's him. Nobody's clapping <laughs> for him. Nobody's doing any of that. Nobody's chant there's no let's go Gargano, let's go Johnny, let's go Champa chance. No, it's let's go Johnny F U Champa. Nobody is it's not like a let's go Cena Cena sucks where yeah. it's split. This crowd was a hundred percent on board with Johnny, for Johnny Gargano. Gargano. Yeah. And yeah, that you gotta give props to Gargano about that. About that, but that's just a testament to how great Champa is. Both of them are. They display the heel face personification in that one match, and just like in general, they're just like they are the definition of heel and face. They are the one hundred percent extremes to the two. Yeah. If you look up babyface in the dictionary, you look up heel in the dictionary, you find Johnny Gargano, you find Tommaso Champa. Exactly. Incredible. The finish. I absolutely amazing loved amazing. When Ciampa, you know, was in like was on the ground and Gargano was gonna hit him with the crutch. He broken stopped. crutch. He broke the crutch first. Went and to then, go hit him like straight on with the bottom, the bell end of it. And then he stopped because he didn't want to hit his friend. A callback to the their cruiserweight classic match when Ciampa didn't want to hit Gargano and ended yep. up losing the match. And then. It was Ciampa playing possum. Gargano caught him in first in the Gargano escape. Then he hit him with the STF and pulled the crutch, the the knee brace back. Yeah. That was so impressive. Incredible. So it looked like I've, I, I, that hurt me watching it. <laughs> it did. It and did. And then he gets the win. Great win. Yeah, and at the oh, end of the match, he holds up the crutch and the, the, crutch the knee brace. And the knee brace. <laughs> Great stuff. Loved it. Absolutely. Great I went stuff. back and watched that match three more times afterwards. I believe you. I did. I, I really did. I that watched, and the ladder match, I've watched a total of four times each. I watched the ladder match twice. I watched, yeah, I watched both matches back once. I didn't do any. any I, I watched a lot of wrestling that weekend, but those matches. <laughs> and most of it was on repeat. Yeah, <laughs> most of those matches were on repeat. Absolutely. I did watch Shinsuke and AJ again as well, and I still think that. I, I still have the same opinion in that I was wanting more. Definitely. Yeah. So now, that'll do it for the weekend of WrestleMania and NXT TakeOver. We're going to get into Raw and SmackDown in just a moment. First, we're going to take a quick break. You're listening to The Phenomenal Forum here on WCWPSports.org. You're listening to The Phenomenal Forum on WCWPSports. 
Welcome back to the Phenomenal Forum. Matt Weinstein and Andrew Servideo here with you each and every week. WCWPSports.org as well as iTunes. We finished up WrestleMania weekend. And now we got to get into the Raw after Mania, SmackDown after Mania. Two trademarked terms at this point. Two of the most anticipated shows of the year. Sometimes in the crowd, they cheer who they normally boo. And, and they did you know that they, they also cheer. boo who they normally cheer? It's crazy. crazy. <laughs> How many times have they mentioned that? At least six. I hate it. I love it. It's it's hilarious. It's I think it's funny every time. I think I think they know that it's become a meme in and of itself. I think that is worse than talking about how Survivor Series is the only night where Raw and SmackDown superstars. <laughs> it can might be. It very other. might be. I honestly think it's worse. It very might be. So we'll get into Raw. We mentioned first Roman and Brock announced the Cage Match at Greatest Royal Rumble. Let's talk about some of these debuts first. Ember Moon comes out as Nia Jax's tag team partner and beats Alexa Bliss and Mickey James. She got the pin over Alexa. That's huge. Very cool. I love that. The next one, No Way Jose Ugh. debuting. They could have done without the, the conga line. And immediately getting Adam Rose's chance. Adam Rose. If the conga line was just for his debut. Fine. Don't bring out the conga line ever again. Please. If if the rest of his match, you know, the week's going forward, it's just his music hits. He dances to the ring and wrestles perfectly fine because he's a good wrestler. Oh, yeah. No, for he sure. He can definitely I've work. Seen him, I've seen him live. He's very, very good. Just get rid of this conga line. Distance yourself from the Adam Rose character. The characters aren't the same. Not at all. But, no, they're close. I wouldn't say not at mm. all. But Did Adam Rose dance and get, like, you know? Yes. No Way Jose is... A really good wrestler, and I hope they don't mess up what he has going. Because he, he was good in NXT. Definitely. And I think it'll translate well to the main roster. I think a cool segment would be Elias and, and Noah Jose. Jose going back and yeah. forth. I'm cool with that. I think that'd be super cool. That'd be awesome. Put him on Raw. So then, the Authors of Pain debuted. How do you feel about that? Authors of Pain? I love Authors of Pain. I think... Uh, I, think I, I was really upset that they told what's his name the manager what's the manager Ellering. Paul Ellering I feel like that they why would they not keep him in the mix he was like the best thing going for the authors of pain in my opinion yeah and I feel like the case there is he probably just doesn't want to be on the road he probably doesn't want to work that schedule I don't blame him I don't blame him either but like that takes away from authors of pain a little bit you got to think I I like it because we saw uh, there, I, no, it wasn't on Raw. I think there was like a dot-com backstage interview yeah. with the Authors of Pain talking about it. And one of them, I don't remember which one it was, but cut a decent promo. So obviously one of them can talk. Yeah. And then Paul Ellering came out and said, you know, what are you guys doing? I made you guys. I'm the Authors of Pain. You know, that's what we do. It's, I think, I'm cool with it. <sighs> I, I really know. am. I don't know. I don't know how I feel. I want to see in the upcoming weeks how it, how it plays out, but still, like, Paul Ellering. He definitely brings a lot to the table. He does. Him. He's a manager. We don't see those often. How many managers do we have in WWE? How many legitimate managers who are not wrestlers? Correct. Paul Heyman. And Paul Ellering. And Paul Ellering. That's probably That's it. it. Yeah. That is it. And you're going to take him out? I don't know. I don't. I just don't. Uh, but, again, I, I'll get over it. I think the authors of pain are good enough at this point. Here's what I would liked, would have liked, is if Paul Ellering just came to the pay-per-views that's it i don't think we need him on raw and smackdown just come to the pay-per-views that's it you know that's all you need maybe no but i like that they made it a point on raw to say we don't need you 
were the Altars of Pain, Akem and Rizar, not Akem, Rizar, and Paul Ellering. Uh, it just it, it hurts. It really hurts. I'm, it doesn't hurt as much for me, to be honest with you. I like it. I love Paul Ellering, man. I really do. Yeah, well, I, we get that. But <laughs> anyway, so now we'll move it on. Braun Strowman dropped the Raw Tag Team Championships. Like we mentioned, Nicholas had a scheduling conflict great. in fourth grade. Great way to put it off. But now we get the Tag Team Eliminator. So now it's... Um, Not the Tag Team Tournament. No. So the winner will face Sheamus and Cesaro at the Greatest Royal Rumble. There was rumors that it will be a ladder match. I don't know how true that is. But the next week, the finals of the tournament to get to... Finals of the Eliminator, excuse me, <laughs> to get to face Sheamus and Cesaro for the titles is going to be the Revival versus Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt. On a scale of 1 to 10, with 10 being the highest, how much of a chance do the Revival have in that match? Oh, dude, I don't know. I really don't. This I, was a joke. I think it's zero. Oh, really? Yeah. You don't I, think you don't think they're going to win? No. Here's the thing. It's going to be Matt here's, Hardy and Bray Wyatt. Here's what I think. Crazy? I'm going to tell you what I think. It's the shakeup on Monday, right? I think we get immediately, right off the bat, Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt going at it with each other. And a debuting Sanity joins Bray Wyatt. That is the... I I read the same thing you did on the internet. (laughs) I hate that. Because... I think it's plausible. First off, Sanity has a great leader in Eric Young. Second, Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt just got together. People are finally on board with Bray Wyatt. This is babyface Bray Wyatt. It's great. Let this breathe. Let them do their own thing. Didn't you hear Matt Hardy talk about his expedition of gold? <laughs> you can't have the expedition of gold without a tag team partner in Bray Wyatt. I guess. Let this happen. I don't know. Keep this keep this the way keep this keep them together is what I gotta say. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. I don't know. So now We'll move it on. So I think, like I said, I think it'll be Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt taking on Sheamus and Cesaro with the Greatest Royal Rumble. Samoa Joe returns. Looks like him and Roman will have some sort of feud. Will it take place after Roman and Brock? Who knows? Probably. Probably. Most likely. You got to think if Roman beats Brock Lesnar. If he loses to Brock Lesnar, too, I think they're going to fight. And then the winner will face Brock Lesnar again afterwards. Probably being Samoa Joe. Being like, I got the job done, you didn't. Yeah, I'm maybe. I'd rather cool. just see Roman win and have Roman Joe for the Universal title. Bobby Lashley is back. Absolutely huge. Loved it. He looked great. Amazing. He is yoked. Yeah, he is yoked. <laughs> he is very yoked. Him <laughs> uh, taking on Elias, you know, cutting his concert short. Perfect way to bring him up. Plenty of fresh mashups for Bobby Lashley. Depends on which way they go, however. Is he going to be the unstoppable monster in the route of Brock Lesnar and Braun Strowman? Or is he going to be you know, just this big guy in the main event scene like you know Roman and Samoa Joe? I feel like there's two different ways they can go with it. I'm cool with either one. Just pull it off well. Yeah. I think they will. I think they will. They'll figure it out. Hopefully. I, yeah, I think. Because like, Mania was a big letdown for me, in my opinion. The whole card? No, I'm saying the the Universal title. Yeah, Universal title match. Yeah, I definitely agree. And now, like we mentioned a little bit earlier, plenty of like matches, plenty of fresh matchups for Bobby Lashley. You got Strowman, Lesnar, maybe Batista if he's coming back. 
any guy on SmackDown that comes to Raw eventually yeah, on the show. Kevin Owens. Yeah. I'd watch Kevin Sammy Owens Zane. versus Bobby Lashley. Sami Zayn. Yeah, crazy. Anybody. AJ, Nakamura, Finn Balor, whoever. Yeah, maybe they put Bobby Lashley on SmackDown. I doubt it. You think you keep him on Raw? Yeah, you keep him on Raw. Interesting. He's gonna be the, he's gonna be a Brock Lesnar type. Bobby Lashley, John Cena. How about? Yeah. I, I think Cena's gonna take some time off, but I, that's a match I'd like yeah. to see too. Yeah. And now the big one for me is Jeff Hardy's back, and he is not involved with Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt, which is great. I liked the backstage segment. They, you know, they talked about it. It was great, Bray Wyatt. Oh, brother oh, Nero, yeah, yeah. good to see you. Very funny. Love it. I love how Jeff was talking, you know, uh, what did he say? He said, oh, Matt, I left you a few voicemails. I guess they got deleted. <laughs> and, then, and then he said, um, they rendered, uh, so they rendered, Sister rend- rendered Sister Abigail obsolete, mm-hmm. everything about it. Like, and then, they, and then he, they walk away, and then Jeff Hardy turns towards Finn and Seth, and they're just like, what, what? what the what hell just happened? That? Like, yeah, that's that's like, what we it's do. my brother. He's <laughs> Matt and Jeff, two goofballs, and they, they play it so well. Love it, love it so much. I do too. And I love I, that Jeff Hardy's doing a singles run. I think Jeff. Time. I think Jeff jumps to SmackDown. Yeah. So he's completely on his own, away, away from, from. And you know, we were talking about this yesterday. Maybe a potential Jeff Hardy Money in the Bank win. I think that might happen too. Love it. I really it. think that might happen because now it's what is it going to be? Three Raw and three SmackDown guys in mm-hmm. the match. Yeah. Obviously, we can't really predict who we're going to see in those matches because we don't know who's going to be on what show. Right. After next week, we'll be able to do something like that. But I. Love Jeff Hardy on his own. I've been waiting for it since they came back. Me too. And now, finally, we'll jump over to SmackDown to finish things up. First off, Paige. Monday, she retired from the ring officially. Tuesday, she's announced as the new general manager of SmackDown Live. Very cool. I liked it. Good pick. Good pick. A lot of people are saying that it's because the SmackDown general general manager job has, like, healing powers. That Daniel Bryan was cleared to wrestle. And now oh. maybe Paige. Who knows? <laughs> Healing but, um, powers. That's pretty funny. Paige. I love Paige. She's maybe get great. Corey Graves in there next. <laughs> I, who knows? Or Edge. Yeah. But Paige is general manager. I really like it. Mm-hmm. It's a great fit. It's something new. Yeah. And then the Iconics debut. Very cool. Billy Kay, Peyton Royce. First of all, I like that name better than the, better than the Iconic duo. Mm. Uh, I kind of like the Iconic duo more. Well... Well, then you're just wrong. Yeah, well. But <laughs> So they come out, they beat down Charlotte, looked great, immediately puts them over as top heels on SmackDown, and Carmella Cash is in everything brand new, everything's fresh, you have so many different ways to go. Is, is Charlotte going to want to face Carmella for the title? Is she going to want to go after the Iconics? Who knows? Now maybe she get... gets put on Raw, one of them. Exactly. Maybe yeah. she doesn't get to do either. She's put on Raw. The other two stay on SmackDown. So many possibilities, which, a lot of possibilities, and it's fresh, and it's the first time I can say that in a long time. Yeah, for anything mm-hmm. in wrestling, and now, you know, the last big the big moment: Daniel Bryan versus AJ Styles on free television. Free, free television. Amazing. It's like your first month of the WWE Network. Free, free, unreal. Free ninety nine, as JBL said the, the, on the pre-show. JBL, what a guy. <laughs> Unreal that we got this match, just a taste of this match. We all know how it was going to end. Nakamura comes out, gets the DQ. Yeah, is he, uh, he need both of them, right? He hit the Kinshasa on both of them, yes. then picked up AJ and low blowed him again. Twice. Low blowed him did, twice. He did twice. 
great. Um, at the end of this match, though, when Daniel Bryan hit like a back suplex off the top rope on AJ, he landed terribly. And any other bad. any other wrestler lands like that, I'm just like, oh, that didn't look too good. Watching Daniel Bryan do that, I'm like scared for his life. I'm like, this he's done. <laughs> I'm terrified. They're not letting him wrestle listen, anymore. Anything Daniel Bryan's doing in the ring, I'm scared for him. But like, he's fine. Yeah, no, he looks good. Looks he's, amazing. He's uh, he looks 100. percent Yeah. And well, I'm so excited to see how far he can go. Now, I like the way that they said that Daniel Bryan is no longer the GM too, which was, was needed. 100. percent Much needed. 100. percent So now he's full full time wrestler, and now you got Daniel Bryan, AJ Styles, and Nakamura in a program together. Hopefully they stick around all on SmackDown. I don't know if that'll be the case, but love it. Love that. Me too. Really, really cool. SmackDown ended well for me. I think Raw was better in, ter- in terms of well, Raw had more of surprises the debuts, and, the returns, yeah. all the surprises. SmackDown had the one in the, the Iconics and the cash-in from Carmella. Right. But it looks like SmackDown is on its way to being the better show again. I it has been for a while, but yeah. But the, like, there was a period the of time couple, where yeah. at the very beginning of the split, and now the past couple months, it's kind of been like, yeah, SmackDown's obviously a better show, but it's not drawing like it's the better show. And right. I feel like moving forward, these next couple months, heading into the summer, it's definitely going to be that way. And I think they need to keep these bigger stars on SmackDown. Like Daniel Bryan needs to stay, Jeff Hardy needs to come over, AJ needs to stay, Nakamura may can go to Raw. May stay on SmackDown, whatever one. Yeah, I was saying before, maybe even Finn Balor. Maybe Finn Balor him on him oh Nakamura swap. Oh, or people Lord. were talking about Jinder and Seth Rollins swapping. I think that I think that might happen. I think that actually might happen because I'm cool with that. We haven't seen Seth Rollins AJ yet. We haven't seen Seth Rollins Nakamura. Yeah, we haven't seen them even interact. Daniel Bryan. Seth Rollins, Daniel Bryan had a couple matches when Daniel Bryan when Seth Rollins was with the Shield, but that was. Nothing, nothing crazy, yeah. and this is a whole new Seth Rollins since then. Now, before we before we sign off, just what do you look? A couple more. What are you looking forward to in the shakeup? Any predictions? Who goes where? More people get called up. Yeah, uh, I think Andrade and Almas comes up. For I would sure. I wouldn't be surprised if we get Tommaso Ciampa also. I don't know because what it, what is he going to do on NXT? I don't Very th- true. He's. Already a top heel. He, he comes up, he'll get nuclear heat, and nah. I think they're gonna cheer for him first, and then and then eventually. Yeah, I think when they hear his they hear his music, they'll see it. They'll see him. They'll start cheering him. They'll be like, "Wait a minute, we don't we like hate him. Yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, whoever, whatever babyface you put him in a program with, will immediately get over. Nobody wants to see Tommaso Ciampa win for sure. Uh, I think yeah, Andrade, Ciampa, two big ones. I think that might be it for from NXT, but um, I think Charlotte, uh, not Charlotte, Sasha Banks, maybe moving to SmackDown would be fresh. Yes, get her Becky Lynch doing something. Uh, who knows? Maybe Becky Lynch moving over to Raw. I think swapping those two. But then again, you have the Sasha Bailey thing. Who knows where that goes? And that already, I don't like it. And I, it's, it's going nowhere. And I think that I think we might get Daniel Bryan to Raw. So they can do Daniel Bryan versus The Miz, because I don't or put The Miz on because I don't see The Miz going back to SmackDown. Here's the thing: I would prefer that if they I put don't see it if they put Seth Rollins on SmackDown with the IC title. I think they're gonna, they're going to put The Miz on SmackDown too, just so we can get the title back eventually, and then keep Finn on Raw. Yes, because you're not going to put that all three. all three of them. Yeah. All right, maybe 
maybe do like a Finn versus Ginger or something. Yeah. Throw Finn. Throw the US I think title on Finn. I think that would do wonders for Finn. I think that put be, him in, put him up against solid. a really bad heel, and Finn just comes out on top. I think yeah. that'd be really cool. I, I don't. Yeah, I definitely don't say no to that. So, any last minute, you know, comments, anything about this past week? Takeover was just unbeatable. That was best. That might be best show of the year potentially. I, I think it just proved that some guys are perfectly fine in NXT. They don't need that call up because yeah. they're gonna get to put on some absolutely unbelievable matches. Johnny Gargano versus Tommaso Ciampa playing out on the main roster does not end the way it did. Yeah, they we get saw a, that. We see that t- with Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. You know, that's exactly. same same exact example. Gargano and Ciampa on, you know, at Backlash. Get ten minutes, yeah, and it's nothing. Mm-hmm. I think NXT is again every month proving that it's where you want to be. Definitely. So you know uh, that's gonna do it for the phenomenal forum. We'll be back next week. Hopefully, Alex will be back with us. We'll be full squad intact. So thanks again for tuning in. We'll see you guys next week. The phenomenal forum here on WCWPSports.org. Like what you hear? Here's how you can let us know. Give us a call at 516-299-2626 or email us at info at wcwp.org. Like us at facebook.com slash mywcwp and leave a comment or tweet us at mywcwp. We welcome all kinds of feedback. To directly support the podcast you just enjoyed, leave a review on Apple Podcasts. And if you'd like to give back, visit WCWP.org and click the support tab. Thanks for listening from your friends at WCWP.